Hey guys, and welcome back to the DualSense Gaming Podcast, a PS5 podcast podcast all about the PlayStation 5. I'm Elijah from the YouTube channel SaintXElijah. I'm a big PlayStation 5 fan. This is episode 2 of my podcast series. I'm still very new to it, so please forgive me for all my mistakes. And this podcast starts with me talking about the games I played on PS5, then goes to PlayStation 5 news, and then goes on to the topic. So let's get started with the games I've been playing recently. Number one, I've been playing Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3, the original looter shooter. I used to love Borderlands 1. I liked 2, though I felt it was very similar to 1. And I liked the pre-sequel actually a lot, but only when I played as Claptrap, because in that game, you played on the moon, and you had to walk into air bubbles to get air if you played as a human character, but Claptrap is a robot, so you didn't have to do that as Claptrap, so it just felt like a normal Borderlands game, but it felt like they made enough progression story-wise and gameplay-wise to make it feel at least a little bit refreshing to me. I know that's not a popular opinion. I know most people like Borderlands 2 over Borderlands the pre-sequel, but I actually like the pre-sequel more. And I've only played maybe two or three hours of Borderlands 3 so far. I've started two different characters one in co-op, one in single player, and I gotta say, so far, I'm really enjoying the game. They're bringing back a lot of characters, even from Tales from the Borderlands, I believe Vaughn is from that. And Tales from the Borderlands by Telltale Games, the same people who made The Walking Dead, that's actually my favorite Borderlands game, so it's nice to see that they are not just saying that game wasn't real or anything because they didn't make it. Uh, they're still bringing back the characters. So, so far, I'm loving Borderlands 3. I'm going to be doing a series on my channel of it. Definitely check that out, where I focus on the story and play it a little strategically, trying not to go down very much. And I'll be doing that with my girlfriend, Becca. If you don't know Becca on my channel, definitely check it out. And... The next game I have been playing is a PS4 game, Farm Together. I'm not going to talk much about this because it's uh, on the PS4, but it is a farming game. I think it's a lot of fun. If you like farming games, check out Farm Together. Then I've been playing Destruction All-Stars. I've played probably less than an hour of this game, and... Uh, I had high hopes for this game, though it didn't look very good to me. And I can say I don't like this game at all. I don't have any fun playing it. I find it really boring. But, you know, if that's your kind of game, then that's cool. I'd see maybe other people are liking it more than me. I really don't like it, so... I won't really be covering that much on my podcast, but... It is a car destruction game all about ramming into other cars. There's four different game modes. There's some 8v8 eight eight, and then there's some solo. So 
you know, take that as you will. If that sounds interesting to you, it's free with Plus. Go download it, even if it doesn't sound interesting to you. Maybe you will like it. You can get out of your car in the game and run around, though. It's just not a game for me. The final game I've been playing is Demon's Souls, which is my second Souls game. I've played Bloodborne originally. I love Bloodborne, never beat it because I wanted to play it co-op and had no one to play it with. Now I'm playing Demon's Souls. I have beaten the first boss, which is pretty hard. The game is 1,000% harder than Bloodborne. It's like 10 times harder than Bloodborne. And I showed off some gameplay of Demon's Souls in the original DualSense Episode 1, which is available on YouTube. Check that out if you want. That was uploaded on Monday. And it's just me dying over and over and over again by a dragon breathing fire on me. So I'm really bad at this game, but it's definitely a game I do like and I will be playing more of. Though I am only on the second boss, I guess. I haven't even found the second boss yet. I've been just exploring the map and trying to level up because I think I need to because I'm really bad at that game. But that game is so much fun. It's one of my favorite PS5 games, even though I haven't played much of it. I really am waiting for a lot of these games for my friend to get a PS5 so I can experience the full co-op experience of it. But as of right now, I'm playing by myself and it is way harder than Bloodborne. I think I like Bloodborne more just because I don't think Bloodborne's that hard, at least from what I've played. I've gotten to like maybe the fifth boss in Bloodborne, but uh, yeah, Demon's Souls is a hard game. You guys, if you're looking for a hard game, definitely check it out. If you thought Bloodborne was good, Demon's Souls is very, very similar gameplay-wise, but definitely on the harder side. So let's hop right into the news now, guys. Not much big news this week. I also already did a video on Monday. Usually I only do one podcast a week, but I'm kind of doing two this week because these podcasts are going to go up every Thursday. And the Monday one was just to kind of get the podcast up and running. And now this is like the real, it's Thursday. Let's do a podcast. So first thing... Oh my god. First thing on the news is God of War got a PS5 patch and it is out now. God of War and PS5 will allow it to run at 60 frames per second with 4K checkerboard resolution. Technically 2160p according to the studio. God of War is my favorite game of all time so I'll definitely be checking this out. I already have it downloaded on my PS5. And I'm looking for an excuse to play it again. I can't seem to get my PS4 file onto the PS5, which really sucks because that's what I want to do. It's a big game. I don't want to replay everything. I wanted to do all the side quests and the in-game content, but I'm very excited about the PS5 patch. I will definitely be checking that out. So maybe I'll have something to say about it next time, though there is a lot that I do want to play this week so we will see 
Next thing, the Division 2 got a PS5 patch. That's right, I'm not a big fan of the Division 2. I think it's an okay game. I'd give it a solid 6 out of 10. I think it's not too unique, and it... I'm really worried about the Division 3 or the Star Wars game they're making. I don't know what they're call it. Not the Division 3, obviously, but I feel like it's going to be the Division Star Wars edition. And I'm worried about that because I feel like this game is not very unique. But that's my opinion on it. I still think it's fun and it's enjoyable. I just don't... I wouldn't pick this game over other games. Patch 12.1 adds PS5 support, allowing it to run at 60 frames per second at 4K resolution. So that's a big upgrade. Definitely something to check out if you're looking for more multiplayer games to play on the PS5. Maybe I'll even download this one. Like I said, I don't hate The Division 2. I think it's a fun game. I just... There's so much else to play that this isn't really on the top of my list. Third thing in my big news is... The iOS 14.5 update will include support for what for DualSense PS5 controllers. Isn't that exciting? So we can all play Minecraft with our DualSense PS5 controllers on our iPhones. Hype! I figured this is kind of big news because you can also remote play on your iPhone so you can use the DualSense PS5 controller with remote play and all that stuff so cool I'm not a big I I'm not a big I what am I saying I'm not a big phone fan I have an iPhone I prefer it over Android but I don't really care about mobile games so this doesn't affect me too much and I don't use remote play so Really, it doesn't affect me at all, but it's nice to know that it's there, right? Smaller news, Diablo 4 and Overwatch announced to not be coming in 2021, so these will be 2022 games, I assume. I figured this much. I think they showed those games off too early. I think Overwatch just looked like DLC, Overwatch 2. So I think a lot of people probably said that and then they looked at that and said, okay, we need to put more work into this. And then Diablo 4, I think they had to announce that because they were under a lot of scrutiny due to announcing a Diablo mobile game and a bunch of other stuff. So Diablo 4, we know it's coming, but we don't know when. And I figured it wouldn't be this year. Or if it would, it would be real late this year. But now it seems it is confirmed 2022 at the earliest. Next thing, an open beta for Guilty Gear Strive starts on the 19th of February, lasting until the 21st of February. It will have 13 playable characters, and you'll be able to play online and offline. This is a fighting game, a 2D fighting game, I believe. I'm actually not too familiar with Guilty Gear. I've never played it. It will have a versus game mode, which you can play offline against bots and stuff. It'll have uh, online matchmaking, ranking, and quick starts. And then it has something called Collection Replay. I'm not too sure what that is, but all that will be available in the beta. So if you like fighting games, looking for something to play, 
February 19th through the 21st. Definitely download the open beta for Guilty Gear Strive. Anyone can download it, even if you did not pre-order the game. So, also available on PS4. You can play with your PS4 friends. And at theory, won't that be exciting? Okay, next thing in the news... That's right. There's not a lot of big news, but there's a lot of news. You know, there always is. New game announcements. Activision has confirmed another new Call of Duty? What? Can you guys believe it? And it's coming this holiday season. This is unbelievable. I, I just... This blew my mind. I assume it's going to be made by the people who made... What was the last one? Modern Warfare. So it'll be called Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 The Return. And it will be so good. I prefer Black Ops Cold War over Modern Warfare. Though I know not everyone agrees on that. Though I think the games are so extremely similar. It is pointless to debate them. But I'm not a pro Call of Duty player by any means. I'm just a casual then next new game, EA uh, announces new Battlefield game for 2021, and it will be revealed in spring. So this is exciting. We haven't had a Battlefield game for quite some time. I believe the last one was Battlefield 5, which I didn't even play. The last one I played was Battlefield 1, the, uh, the World War 1 one. And I thought that was pretty good, but I didn't hear very good things about Battlefield 5. So I'll be very curious to see what this one is. Will it be Battlefield 6? Will it be Battlefield 2, World War 2 or something? I don't know. Next game, The Plane Effect. Uh, I'm going to actually just read the little description for this game because I'm sure not many of you people know what The Plane Effect is. It is your last day. It is time to clock out and head home. But where is home? And what is home? Are you alone? Solo? The plane effects put you in the shoes of Solo, a lonely office worker on his final day at the office. And it is time to return to your beautiful family. You do have a family, don't you? You think you do. You remember having a wife and child. You're sure of it. Touring with your grip of reality and distorting the balance of time and space, Solo battles adversity as he traverses and what traverses the abstruse and deeply aesthetic world of the plane effect. In other words, I have no idea what this game is, and uh, go check it out. It's an indie game, I guess. It's a smaller game, so. Next game, final game, The Amazing American Circus. Again, I'm just going to read the bio for this. There are trailers for both of these games. If the bio sounds interesting, go check them out. Build a wandering circus. Collect a strong deck of cards. Gather a fantastic troupe of artists and performers. And travel across the 19th century United States. Reads the press release. 
It seems you'll be roaming around the country, slowly building up a renowned circus by hiring performers, upgrading your caravans, and captivating audience in card-based shows. I actually copied this from Push Square, so that's also a little bit of what they had to say about the game. If you don't know, Push Square is where I get all my news. Definitely check it out. It has tons of PS5 information. Now, the upcoming games this week, most games already came out this week because uh, it's Thursday, so we already got Destruction All-Stars and Control PS5, and uh, Werewolves just came out, the Werewolf game, but still coming out on the 5th, which I guess is today, I guess these are technically out too. Neo 1 and 2 Remastered, as well as the Collection come out today, and then an indie game called Arog, I believe is how it's pronounced, is coming out today as well. Isn't that crazy? Aren't we excited? Alright, so today's topic is going to be all about the DualSense controller. By the way guys, if you have any topics, let me know. Post them in the comments down below, especially on YouTube. I will definitely 100% see your comments on YouTube. My YouTube channel is Saint X Elijah. just to let you guys know. I'll take any topics and I will try my best to cover them. Originally, I was going to do a Destruction All-Stars topic, but I played the game and I didn't like it. And I think just hating on the game would not be very good because honestly, I don't really understand the game and the game was not made for me. So talking about it seems a little uh, closed-minded, maybe seems a little unnecessary because that game was never going to be something I liked I think so today's topic DualSense the controller what I named my podcast after I'm looking at it right here it is beautiful I love the design if you haven't played with one I think this is the best thing about the PS5 the DualSense controller actually believe it or not I like how many new features they added and it feels next gen. The controller feels to me like a 4D movie. If you've ever been to like, I don't know, to Disney World or Hershey Park or something and you went and you saw Shrek Forever or something that was in 4D. I don't know what it was. That's what I saw, Shrek 4D. And the whole seat moves and you can feel it and you can hear it and it's like you're in it. That's how the controller feels to me. On a lesser scale, obviously, a whole chair moving and shaking and making noises is a bigger experience. But the controller does the exact same thing. It can vibrate. The whole thing everywhere in the controller can vibrate. It's beautiful. It can um, make sounds. It, there's a mute button. My favorite new feature, the mute button. You can mute your mic. You can unmute your mic. I think this was brilliant. I never even thought about this, putting it on the controller. And there's also a mic built in, which is nice. So everyone has a mic and it's not awful. It's not good, but it's not awful. So like, you're not going to be mad if someone's using it and using the mute button. Maybe you'd be mad if they left it on, but as long as they're using the mute button as a push-to-talk type scenario, I think that's really cool. I think adding a push-to-talk button 
or a mute button. That was genius. I don't know who thought of that, but they deserve a raise. And I love the triggers, how it they fight back. I think it makes some games harder, like Call of Duty. I feel like I'm really I'm fighting with the controller sometimes. But in All-Stars, Destruction All-Stars, it felt really good with cars. And I can't wait to see more games because really the only game I have really seen the controller utilized in so far is... Astrobot. If you haven't played Astrobot, definitely check it out. But I love the controller. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Let me know. I feel like it fits in my hands perfectly. I know Becca, my girlfriend, it's too big for her hands. So I feel like, I don't know, that it's complicated. Maybe there should be two sizes because I do think it is a big controller. And for people with small hands, obviously, it's. I think it's going to be too big. And I think that is a problem that maybe they find a solution for. I know PS4 had smaller controllers, but they weren't really uh, the same. They were kind of bootleg-ish, even though they were made by Sony. But it would be cool to see smaller PS5 controllers somehow. I don't know if they could do it, but... I also played Sackboy and the whole controller vibrates in the cutscene and I can't wait for an actual storytelling action game like an Uncharted or something, a God of War that will really take advantage of all these features and while you're watching a cutscene you want to hold the controller to get the full cutscene experience because you get the shaking and and the sounds and everything they brought back the touchpad i think they had to do that the touchpad i don't really care for it's just a big button but uh maybe eventually a game will use it and it will be cool but i think the touchpad is really just a gimmick i don't think it's that cool but now they're sony's kind of stuck because they have to include it because it's ps4 games that require it and every game, almost every game, is backwards compatible. So you need a touchpad. Kind of sucks because uh, it takes up so much controller space. I'm actually surprised that the DualSense doesn't have more triggers. I thought it would have some on the bottom of the controller. That seems to be the way gaming is headed. But no, uh, no triggers on the bottom no r3 no r4 i guess l4 and that really surprised me though i don't think it's a necessity though i think it would have been cool i assume on ps6 that will be something we get because i'd see like you can buy that for the ps4 and attachment and i assume that will be available here as well I love how they brought back the audio jack so you can plug just about any headphones into the controller. I think the controller is awesome. The look of it, it looks next gen. It feels next gen. And I think this is what separates the PS5 from the Xbox, the controller. The Xbox controller just feels like it's the same controller as the Xbox One. Well, the PS5 controller and the PS4 controller are completely different. The PS5 controller has way more features. And I, I just think it's a great controller. 
it's really good. I don't know what you guys think. I haven't had any gripper problems, which I did have on the PS4. My grippers would fall off. I think the share button is in a good place. The start button's in a good place. The one thing I will say, I will say this, that I do not like. The buttons are not colored X circle triangle square. And the reason why I don't like this, and I understand it's for aesthetic purposes, but for when uh, like you're playing with someone who doesn't uh, know where the buttons are located, they can memorize it easier by color. X is blue, circle is red, triangle is green, square is pink. I, I wish they would have done that again just because I feel like it helps newcomers and people who just don't play video games because now it's all... It's like really light gray and it kind of fits into the controller and if you don't know where the buttons are you might have a harder time learning but other than that I think it feels really good. The triggers feel nice to push down even R1L1 the triggers can vibrate which is crazy. It's a great controller. I also got the 3D headset which I'm wearing right now. The 3D headset I don't think there's any games that really, really, really show off what it can do. I had a 3D headset for the PS4 that I felt like was better. And it, this one, I haven't really felt the 3D at all in. But I also don't like how it fits on my head. So I'm not actually a big fan of this 3D headset. It has a mute button on the headset, though... I'd rather use the one on the controller and it won't let me use the one on the controller when I'm using the headset. So that's annoying as well. But there's audio controls on the headset. You can change uh, if you want party audio up or if you want game audio up, which is very cool. And then obviously there's regular volume controls. Let me look at it. I'm looking at it right now. It charges via USB-C, which I love. Everything charges on USB-C. There's a monitor switch, so you can hear yourself. And that's pretty much about it. It's It auto-turns off even if you leave it on, so it doesn't waste batteries. Uh, I guess it realizes that you're not using it if the console's off. So that's really nice, because I always forget to turn it off. And... It holds a pretty good charge as well. Same charger as the controllers, USB-C, so that's really cool. I wish everything used USB-C. That would make things so much easier. I'm sick of these micro USBs. I'm sick of these lightning cables. Just give me USB-C and I'll be happy. The other thing I got, I got the DualSense charging dock. Can you believe it? I definitely suggest this as I got two controllers and they just fit on it so nicely. It looks like a mini version of the PS5, which I think is hilarious. Uh, if you have two controllers, I definitely suggest the DualSense. You can always have one sitting there. Looks beautiful. You'll always be charged and it's just easier. In my opinion, it charges from the bottom. It is not USB-C. It's just useful, I guess. 
And I think it was worth it, though, you know, if you don't have the money to spend, it's probably not something you need, but it's just nice to have. I did not buy the remote, the TV remote, as I have a Roku TV and I just have a Roku remote and I feel like there's no point. I don't really even watch Netflix or anything on my PS5. I just use my Roku TV and I feel like everyone has Netflix built into their TV and Hulu and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime. So there's really no reason for the PS5 to do it unless you have an outdated TV. And if you have an outdated TV, why are you buying a PS5 remote instead of a instead of a newer TV. That's just how I feel about it. Maybe there's more to it than I understand, but it just seems like a waste of money to me. I bought everything else except for that. I just don't care for that. I will say I still need to buy a storage, an external storage, because the PS5 does not hold enough storage. I might have 10 games including indie games and I'm just maxed out and I know some games are really big I think God of War is really big The Last of Us 2 is really big Red Dead Redemption is way too big GTA is too big but it's just like man Call of Duty is really big games are just so big you know what I mean I need an external hard drive so I think that's definitely something I'll be picking up. I'll be excited to see the DualSense controller used more. I don't know. I think Ratchet and Clank will be the perfect PS5 game. I hope that comes out this year. I think it will come out this year. I'm waiting. I wish that was a launch title. That is going to be a must buy, a must play. I hope we get a release date soon. I don't know if Sony has anything planned, if they're going to announce one of those PlayStation Direct conferences. I think that's what they're called, where they announce a bunch of games and show off a bunch of games. But I think we're going to get Ratchet & Clank. That's going to show it off. Returnal comes out in April. That should show it off. That is a $70 game, though it, their previous games have all been like less than 30 so I think that game, they've really pushed the limits of their studio, I'm hoping. And I think the DualSense will be part of that. I think they are a studio who would use the, the sound and the vibration of the controller and even the color of the controller, the light on it. I think they're going to use all that stuff in Returnal. What else is coming out? God of War? I, man, I need a game that showcases the PS5. God of War, Ratchet & Clank, those are going to be those games. I don't think God of War will come out this year. I think people have really high hopes if they think it's coming out this year. Maybe it will, but I think that's going to be a next year game, if not the year after that. But we'll see. That's... Uh, God of War 1 is my favorite game of all time, the God of War PS4 game. So Ragnarok, I have really high hopes for it, and I think the studio is probably nervous because they've made good games in the past, but God of War is so much better than anything they've ever made before. So 
I hope they know what they're doing. I think they do. And I have very high hopes for that game and what it will do with 3D audio as well as the DualSense. Is there any other PS5 games coming out? Let me know what PS5 game you think is going to use the DualSense in a major way. And, you know, uh, join my Discord if you want to talk one-on-one or with the group. I have a lot of people in there. Becca's in there, my girlfriend, again. Uh, lots of friends in there, PS5 users in there, though not everyone has a PS5 in the Discord. I know a lot of people who want a PS5 who can't get one, and I'm sure you do as well. Because, man, it's hard to get a PS5. I've even tried to help my friends get a PS5, and it's so... It puts you down, man. It's real sad. Because they're just all getting bought by bots, and we all know it, and we all see it, and we're on the website before the the uh, PS5s even pop up, and they're already sold out, and it's like, it's just so disencouraging. I don't know if that's a word, but I can't think of the right word, so that's the word I'm going to use. And I hope PS5 comes in stock soon. I hope you can buy it in stores. I think that would solve a lot of problems. I know at Target you cannot buy it in stores. I think almost everywhere you cannot buy a PS5. You can't go into a store and be like, do you have a PS5? Because they're sold online only and the bots are just buying them. So I don't know, man. I think Corona really messed with the PS5 sales. I know the console's selling incredibly, and I think that's obvious. And I think that the only thing holding PS5 back is the production rate, because these things sell within seconds. And, you know, the they're selling every single one they make so they just need to make more and i think corona is affecting it and i think once corona is more under control once they're able to make more once they get the parts in i just can't wait for everyone to get a ps5 and just throw their ps4s out because ps5 can do everything a ps4 can do but so much better and it's just an upgrade and it's like the definition of an upgrade. And I love the PS5. I'm a huge PS5 fan. I was a little worried because Sony's track record isn't amazing. But PS5 is excellent. I think it's amazing. I think the controller really made it for me. And I love the DualSense controller. Let me know what you guys think about the DualSense controller. Does it fit in your hands? That's what I want to know. Do you think it feels better than the PS4 controller? Do you think it feels better than the Xbox controller? And uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast available on tons of podcast platforms. I got it on Spotify. I got it on Apple. I got it on Pandora. I got it on YouTube. On YouTube, I'll also have Borderlands playing in the background if you want to check that out. See some Borderlands early gameplay, the first hour of Borderlands, you know, the first 40 minutes, however long this podcast is going to be. And I'd love your feedback. I'd love you if you rated the podcast. That'd be awesome. Help me 
get discovered as I'm just a PS5 fan talking about PS5 stuff. I'm not a YouTuber. I'm not a influencer. I'm not a podcaster. I'm just a fan of the PlayStation 5. Great console. Join the Discord. Check me out on Twitter. Saint X Elijah for exclusive tweets. YouTube, of course. Saint X Elijah. Please sub to my YouTube, man. I'm begging you. I do a lot of PS5 stuff on there. Also, I'm very excited about Pokemon Snap. That has nothing to do with PS5. I'm just letting you know. And there's one more thing. What's the other thing? Twitch.tv slash Saint X Elijah YT. If you want to watch me play live, if you want to play with me on PS5 games, if you want to talk to me while I play PS5, definitely follow me on Twitch. I don't really care too much about Twitch or anything. I just use it for fun. It's not, I'm not trying to be anything I'm not, and I'm not a streamer. So check that out. I hope you guys enjoy my content. I hope you guys sub to the podcast. Hope you guys leave comments, feedback. It's what keeps me going. And new episode will be out every Thursday. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty dedicated to this, so I'm gonna keep at it. And I think I'm gonna have my girlfriend Becca on for some episodes, maybe other people as they get PS5s, though. You know, Becca has a PS4, but we play PS5 together all the time. I will catch you guys next time. That's all I got to say about that. DualSense Gaming, PlayStation 5, what I've been playing, gaming news, and the DualSense controller. Until next time, I hope you guys have a great time on the PlayStation 5. And I'll see you later. Goodbye.